0: Oh, hey there, Travelers. Welcome back to the end of the Seven Dice. Oh, it's been a... it's been a long year. It's surprising that
1: it's finally coming to an end, though. But, I'm grateful. Hope you all have been hanging in there, Travelers. Don't worry, things will get better.
0: I know right now you're looking out them windows and you're seeing the cultists run around, and maybe someone's been turned into a strange aberration and you just go, I don't understand the world anymore, but... It's it's gonna get better. Why don't you head on over to Wingover? He's pretty excited to hop into this part of the tale.
2: Greetings there, travelers. It's me, Wingover Gimble. Famous, this name bad Have you been lately? That's good. Right, I can't. See you move your mouth and I see your faces, your ethereal faces moving. I have no idea what you're saying, but you know that's just kind of how it works here, huh? That's <laughs> as the as the end of the seven days for you. Uh, but I've been doing good, travelers. I've been baking a lot. I just I currently actually have an uh, angel food cake in the oven. So once once we're done with the tail I'll be uh, I'll be enjoying that. I'll be good, I'm excited for that. Might make some buttercream frosting for it you know buttercreams it's pretty tasty it's straight up butter and sugar but you know i i do i do enjoy it it's a, it's a tasty little treat oh, but travelers oh it's, it's it's exciting we're hopping in oh this is part of the tale the king in yellow oh you are getting to quite a spicy moment you're all probably thinking Coged yellow, already oh, you know what cookie yellow is. Oh no, travellers, this is this is something big, you are oh it's it's a play you'll it's a play you'll remember, I can assure you for that. Uh, but, but before we start we got a little piece of fan mail and you know, travellers, you could always you know, you want to write into the show that we have an what what is the, the electronic mail thing? So on this piece of paper Hello to the 7 Days at gmail.com yeah send your electronic letters to that <laughs> whatever that is uh, yeah just send your letters to that uh, we can always uh, give them a read on the show you know pop on over to the iTunes. those reviews they actually help the show a lot they, uh, they let other travelers from the ethereal realm see our show on the iTunes and go oh that looks nice and then they pop on on over it's, it's quite good Well, let's read this piece of fan mail. A gripping tale from the get-go. Five stars. Out of the Seven Dice is an excellent 5e actual play that will have you hooked immediately, delivering straight away on both well-paced action and fascinating lore. DM Lucas does a great job of building the world from the outset without it feeling heavy-handed or overproduced. The characters are fun and creative, you can tell the group has great chemistry at the table. If you're looking for an epic fantasy interwoven with cosmic stakes, existential horror, and lighthearted moments between comrades, this is the podcast for you! Exclamation <laughs> Mac! Well, thank you so much! That was from. Q. Quimageski. Quimages. That's Q-M-A-J-E-S-K-I, Travelers, from the United States of America. Thank you so much for that review, that was very nice, it was lovely. Uh, yes, Travelers, oh, we're, we're hopping into a pretty good part of the tale. Um, I told the battle about the person to be here on time that, you know, you never know what you're gonna get. So, like... The other day, we, we keep getting these weirdos, we keep getting these interns they send us. And you know what Battle Boss does. Like, they make amazing music and sound effects, but we we get the strangest interns from them. I'm fairly certain this is just a running gag. Like, they go and find the strangest interns, and then they send them all way specifically. Like, ah! Oh, oh, looks like some, oh, oh, what is this? <sighs> Are you on fire? Yes. Are you a ghost? Yes. So you're you're a flaming ghost. You're a fire ghost. Alright, travelers, that's here it's real. Check out battle bars for
3: amazing sound effects. Like fireball and Spaceships exploding. I myself was a pilot for the Nostradamus Corporation, and our ship exploded. Use my sound effect. BattleBards.com
2: Well, he just disappeared. I don't know if he moved on or what, That there's a ton of freaking ashes everywhere. Michael, get me the broom. All right, travelers, let's, let's hop into this story. I bring to you The King in Yellow, Part 2. Hey, I'm Bright,
4: and I'm playing Kelsar, the Tiefling Paladin, and I'm Chosen here. of the Antifa.
5: Hi, uh, I'm Humberto, and I'm playing Borden, Dwarven Cleric, and Chosen of Time.
6: I'm Evan, and I'm playing Ronnie, the half-elf
7: bard, and Chosen of Chaos. Hey, I'm Robert, and I'm playing Emsi, the githyanki ranger, and Chosen of
1: Hey, I'm Jason, and I'll be playing Draxir, the dragonborn artificer, and Chosen of Machines.
2: lay on Seven Dice. Our heroes had just finished dealing with the aftermath of Oblivion, and then they had just gone to take a little bit of a rest because elf, they were pretty much destroyed. During that night, the caravan arrived with the people from the play, and the heroes did not trust this play for whatever reason, it was completely normal. They went and decided the next day that they were going to try to have a bit of a trip. Ronnie had a plan. He would set up an illusion in front of the tent, and when all the people were like, Oh, this looks cool, let's go get the play. Then they saw, bam, it was full. As the heroes went into the tent and sat down, they saw they saw Ronnie, Kelsa, Emsi, and Boraton walk onto the stage, wearing completely gray outfits and their eyes glowing yellow. And they all looked at all of you and said, said, Welcome to the, to the grand, grand Play, play the, the king.
0: king in Yellow. And they all clapped their hands at the same time, and this flash happened. And all of you felt that feeling of, you're just falling. This pit in your stomach just drops. And then you open up your eyes, and you are greeted with the sights of a strange city around you. One that seems eerily similar to the backdrop that they had set up at this play... You stand on the hillside of a city that rises all the way to the castle sitting at the top. Surrounding the city are tall stone walls, and beyond that is a great lake and plains as far as the eye can see. A grey stormy cloud setting just completely coats the sky. You can't see any sunlight coming through. Standing near you are two guards dressed in a grey uniform standing watch and appears to be... A garden of some sorts there's a number of stone benches and walkways that lead into this local flora and one thing you notice is one of the guards is the innkeeper Hilda and she's standing there she still has a wound on the side of her head uh, some blood on her face and you see the other guard is Holly Tolly, who has a hole through his chest where he was stabbed by Oblivion
4: Sorry, I couldn't save you guys.
5: We tried, and... Sorry, oh, you both had to die. And I, I just tell Kelsor, it's just a hallucination. Just keep
6: saying Beetlejuice.
0: You look down at your hands, and you see... You can actually see through your hands like they're translucent. You have, like, a strange yellowish mist that is floating around each of you.
1: And that happens to all of us, not just the four.
0: Uh, you don't actually see the other four Like the duplicates of these guys You don't see them at all anymore You just see these two guards And you see that They are—they look solid They have these clear wounds and everything And they're standing guard and smiling and looking at one another
7: Can I uh, grab that flower out of my pocket? Yep And I just want to hold on to it It's giving off a, a
0: faint golden glow mm. Do any of us see it or no? You can see MZ's holding on to a flower, though you don't see it glowing at all.
5: I ask MZ, so what is this flower about? Um, not entirely sure yet. You want me to identify it?
6: Can you? I mean, this would be a good time to check for magic to see if we're in some magic thing.
5: I guess the thing is, I didn't prepare my spells because I'm an oh idiot. My God. Um,
0: <laughs> I gave you like a week's heads up.
1: I, I have detect magic prepared. I will use detect magic.
5: See? Yay. See, I-
0: so, Drax here, you use detect magic? Yes. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> you cast this spell, and one thing you notice, on each of you, there is a heavy amount of illusion magic that is going through. Like, it is strong. And looking around this area, though, the rest of it, there's no other magic. Aside from, like, the magic items on you all, you aren't picking up any kind of magic in this area. Hmm. I'll just say, it seems like we're all under some kind of heavy
1: illusion magic that's going on. I don't know if they've made it appear like we're not where we really are. Something like that.
6: Lucas, I'm just going to ask you I guess out of character here I wasn't put to sleep right because I, I can't be put to sleep nope okay something like that you will go to sleep yeah or I will put you to sleep. Is some weird dream <laughs> you can go to sleep if you want I mean
0: you aren't you aren't asleep though you don't feel there was no magical effects or even natural effects that put anyone to sleep
6: okay uh I might as well blow uh, this right now I'm gonna cast dispel Mag- yeah dispel magic at fifth level
0: roll a caster check then I got a 29 oh god you see Ronnie's holding out his hands and there is a lot of crackling around him it starts to like envelop him you see like these twists and distortions while this is happening those two guards you see Holly Tolly turns towards Hilda can you see it? can you see Carcosa across the lake? The dead city looming in the distance, ready to come for our, our land once more. And you see, Hilda sighs and says, "You've been drinking again, haven't you? I'm off with you now. I'll keep watch." And just as she says that, Ronnie snaps forward, and he no longer has this mist. He's no longer translucent. And they look. Wow. Who?
6: What? It's a uh, 120 feet. Dispel magic is 120
0: feet, so it just seems to affect you. Okay, uh, who are you? know me? Hello, <laughs> I don't know you,
6: oh really? you've seen to before
7: I did we were We were watching the play, mm. and now Ronnie's a part of the play, <laughs> yep, okay but but they don't see us though right, like there's no interaction with us. It's just no okay.
0: you see the Holly tolly walks up to you and holds out his hands. I'm Bremchis, the guard, and I'm bickery you. <laughs>
6: I need another name. Uh, I'm Kalsar. What?
0: <laughs> Kalsar. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> this is identity. <laughs> Ronnie, you turn back to kind of like, you know, smirk at Kelsar because you totally know what you're doing and you don't see any of them.
4: Ronnie, what the fuck? Ronnie, Ronnie, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> you also don't hear them. No. Oh. Even when you go to like grab onto Ronnie, your hand passes right through him.
6: Thought someone would be there to see my uh, <laughs> Sweet burn on Kalsar, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's I thought you're Kalsar
6: Oh, other Kalsar oh. I took Kalsar first, so now he has to be Kalsar H to everyone So that we don't get confused
0: <laughs> Yeah, oh, real power Oh, okay <laughs> Well, I have to go no? So, I guess I'll Leave you two alone Bye <laughs> And he just like starts skipping down a path And he still has this gaping hole in his chest. You hear like a squish sound while he's skipping. (laughs) All right. You see another person walks up. They're a hooded figure. They're wearing a fine red cloak with gold trim. They seem to be upset and they're pacing around. You recognize it. Like uh, looking under the cloak is the sheriff. (laughs) He's got his handlebar mustache going back and he's pacing around. He's lurking near the area, but like the the other guard doesn't see him. She's just kinda like looking around. You could tell he's wearing just elegant clothing. Suddenly, out of the shadows, you see near this man in this fancy clothing, you see a red-scaled dragonborn who's wearing uh, another cloak, and you recognize Bernard <laughs> Busybody stepping out. Ah, uh, Uncle, how are you
6: today? It's such a pleasant day to see you. I have come as you've
0: requested, and you see the sheriff turn around. Well, thank God you're here, my nephew. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is fucking Snoop Dogg. <laughs> what? what the fuck's going on? Hmm. So, what do you all do? Uh, is Ronnie in front of me right now, or is he still projected?
0: Uh, Ronnie is still in front of you. He he can't see though.
4: Oh. All right. Well, he. Yes, he's fine for now. Can I, can I, like, can I, like, smack him <laughs> in the back of the head?
0: Your hand goes right through his head.
4: Damn
6: it. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna ask that, uh, sheriff. So, uh, I-, I got somewhere I really gotta be. How do I get out of here? Who are you?
0: What? Hey, how'd you get? What are you? What's with the fancy clothes? What's your name?
6: Oh, uh, I'm Kalsar. Um, oh. I
0: am the
6: young prince. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Says Bernard. And uh, he does like this bow. He's like, I am
6: Prince Oates. Uh, okay, I didn't really ask what your name was. I kind of asked how to get out of here. Um,
3: <laughs> well, I don't... You probably leave through the the front gates. <laughs>
6: Where's
0: that? <laughs> you have to go down a few levels through, through the merchant's quarter then through the A bit through the slums. You'll reach the gate
6: eventually. Though I would be... Can I see the gate from here? Um, you'll have to maybe find a good little tower. There's a few towers in the area. Okay.
3: Uncle, she's coming. Hide.
0: I'm gonna go up to the tower. (laughs) You see there's a really small tree. Like, no one can hide behind this tree. And the uncle, like, crouches behind it. And you see... (laughs) Stepping through this area there is a woman wearing this like blue velvet cloak as you like start to like step away you see like the blue velvet cloak has gold trim. they pull back their hood and it's oblivion and they go uncle <laughs> I am here as you have asked <laughs> <laughs> and this voice just like resonates through the area and then the uncle like he, he kind of like steps forward he's like oh oh hey Princess Camilla, I'm so glad you're here. We gotta be careful.
3: Are you sure that no one is here to watch us?
0: As this, like, voice just resonates through the area. I'm just imagining
4: a, like, like, doctor girlfriend from fucking Venture Brothers.
1: Do, Do we know if that, um, sheriff died
0: after a battle with Oblivion? The sheriff did not die. Okay, uh, Ronnie, are you still gonna head off to find a tower?
6: Yeah, just somewhere like where I can see that gate. Okay,
0: you start wandering off, and like you can kind of hear them in the distance. The rest of you guys, you hear them. They start talking. You see that the uncle, aka the sheriff, is leaning in. He's like, "Now listen, you're uh, your other brother. He's up to no good. He's trying to steal the throne. You know this now." Uh, we gotta get him imprisoned. It's for his own good. He's gonna get himself killed trying to lead a coup. And you see Oblivion uh, is, like, just wreathed in shadowy flame and just, like, kind of, like, takes a step back, hand uh, on their chest.
3: Are you sure, Uncle? My brother is such a kind soul.
0: And just, like, this voice once again is echoing out. Ronnie, you start walking away. And then you start walking back in, like, from the other mm. side, and you see them. You're just kind of, like, looking around, and you all saw Ronnie, like, turn the corner, and now he's turning the corner again behind you.
4: Ronnie, get the fuck back here before I sm- so I could smack you. <laughs> hmm.
6: I thought I- okay, uh, I better go ask these guys again. I'm gonna- I'm gonna go wander up.
0: So you wander up just as Oblivion's going, Alright, all I'll you imprison you my brother you. then. That
3: sounds like a plan. It's just to protect him, though.
0: And the uncle's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sounds good. We got to get the hell out of here, though, because someone sees us talking here in this garden. Oh, there's that guy again.
6: <laughs> Hello.
0: You didn't hear any of that, did you?
6: No. Um, I'm actually just looking for a tower or uh clear view of the gate. Just a, there's a lot of towers in the area. Why don't you just go to one of them? Uh, well, I tried that. And it didn't work. Okay. No, nothing. Okay. <laughs> oh,
0: no. They're just like looking at each other, kind of weirded out. Like, did you, did you go in it? Uh, no. Uh,
6: I, <laughs> I walked over, over there and then I came back over
0: here. Mm. Well, you do that. And they just like kind of clap your arm and the sheriff, he nods to you. He's like, all right, I got to get going. He wanders off and you'd look at like Bernard quickly wanders after him and oblivion they're just looking at you
6: they're they're going down downhill or towards the tower or where are they going they're going towards where you went okay so I'm gonna wait till they're near the tower I assume there's you're just gonna kind of like trail them yeah a little bit and uh, when they get near I assume they'll they'll pass by a tower or someplace high
0: okay so Ronnie you're you're following along these people and the rest of you The ground kind of shifts, and it's almost like you move really quickly to, like, another spot in this garden. You see a dwarf there, Tomeric, and he's dressed up in other princely clothing, and you see Ichabod from the general store. He's wearing these dull yellow robes, and they're talking in hushed tones. Yes, the Carcosa is close now. The king in yellow will grant us our wildest dreams. We're so lucky. The dwarf Tomrek looks uncomfortable. High Priest Natoba I don't... Are you sure that we should be trusting the King in Yellow? Oh, oh, yes. Of course. Thail... The King in Yellow is going to bring us such grand gifts. Look, here. And he pulls out this holy symbol that looks just like the parasite on your left hand. You see, this symbol gives people power. It draws from your soul. The king in yellow looks out for us. He's a benefactor. And they're talking and Ronnie, you're following along with these people and the further you're getting away from this area, the more warped and distorted things are getting. Like, trees start bending over. You see there's a person that's walking and then they stop and their legs keep walking and like you see their their guts are just kind of stretching out and then they sort of slide back up into it. Like, there's It just seems like the world's starting to get weirder the further away you are. Do you keep going along?
6: Yeah. Gotta find that that (laughs) tower. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta find
1: that tower. Such a Ronnie response. I got got a plan,
6: (laughs) I guess.
4: I hope so, because I have no idea what the fuck's going on.
1: Yeah, every time I build, like, a hypothesis,
0: Lucas says something that completely smashes it. I don't Mm. fucking get it, other than it's (laughs) magic. Magic. Yeah. All of you guys, aside from Ronnie, roll me a perception check. I'm gonna use my flash of genius. Okay. Uh that is a critical miss.
4: <laughs> I got I got four.
7: Fifteen? Uh, I got six.
0: The only one who sees this is MZ as MZ gets an additional plus five, since his symbol has creeped up his arm already. MZ, while they're talking, you hear them like they're whispering, they're going back and forth about the king in yellow, and like soon we will see the glorious kingdom. It, uh, Carcosa will appear on the other side of the lake. And all of you kind of like look towards the lake, but MZ, you see a shadowy kingdom on the other side of the lake. You see it's grand, these spires are reaching high through the clouds. You see there's winged creatures that are flying around, but it's very translucent. The rest of you guys don't see this at all. Uh, assuming I'm sitting next to
7: Borodon, I'll kind of lean over. I'll say, who do you think lives there?
5: Lives where? What what are you talking about?
7: Over, over there. And I'll point towards
5: it. I squint my eyes and like, "Eh."
7: when I see him squinting, I'll
5: describe it to him. Uh, I can't, I can't see it.
0: MZ's just there holding onto a flower pointing and there's there's nothing there.
5: He's still holding the flower. Yeah.
7: I'll start uh I'll start describing the castle and you know the creatures flying around it and how it's very shadowy and you know, evil, ominous looking.
5: Is it shadowy like um like Oblivion? You know, like that shadow that Oblivion was sort of like bleeding, you know?
0: It's like a dark haze is over this place. It seems like a like a hard fog to look through, uh-huh. and it looks like very like it's nighttime over
5: there. Yeah. It's like silent too. Hmm. I, I can't see anything. Maybe maybe you should ask like other people. I don't know. Like this whole illusion thing. Maybe it's just messing with my senses.
7: Yeah, I don't know. I I look over at the rest rest of the group, and I'll just as I'm looking at them, I'll just. Point behind me as I'm holding on to the flower, and point over towards where the castle is. Nothing. Nothing.
5: So, do you want to do you want uh, to take us to the castle then? I mean, I can see it. Maybe if it's closer, I'll be able to see it. I don't know. Do you think we're in danger?
0: Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ronnie, while you're walking along and the world's getting weirder, the ground is getting, like, soft, and sometimes, like, you're kind of, like, leaping from, like, area to area, and you come up to a tower. Oh, finally. You've lost the people. You don't know where they are, but you're at a tower. Sweet. Climb the tower. You open up the door. Mm Mm-hmm which, like, uh, you keep opening up door after door after door, and it's, like, leading up, like, one stair, then a door, one stair, then a door. You open up this door, and uh, you see there's these completely featureless, gray-skinned beings. They only have mouths. And they're picking up, like, tinier versions of you, and they're just eating them. And it's, like, little versions that maybe like, they're the size of, like, a chip or something. And they're just, like, eating all these Ronnies that are just running all over the ground, and you see there's a window on the other side, but there's at least five of these beings in here.
6: Now I, I probably don't want to talk to them.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Lucas Lucas spent like hours riding this, and they're like don't care. I no, no, it's fine, you don't
6: care. He's
5: just
4: like that's, oh, okay.
6: okay. <laughs> I'm good. Maybe I'll just take a Ronnie for the road or something. Okay, you pick him up. Take up, pick up one in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie's like, bite <biting> <laughs> <Where am> I me? <laughs> <CV? laughs> <like> <laughs> uh what what do I see out the
0: window? You look out the window and make me a perception check. I got a 20. You see Pretty much what MZ saw, this hazy kingdom on the other side of this lake. Mm. You're looking down at this town, and it looks like half of it keeps forming up and half of it keeps going away at the town that you're in. And it looks like it's like, you know, you have your noble lair that's at the top of this hill, then it goes down to another one that's walled off, which is the merchants, then it looks like slums at the bottom with gates, and you see armies of troops are all amassing and marching in towards this city from every angle
6: okay so the gates that the guy said would get me out of here hmm there is there like any of those troopers near there it looks like they're still a few miles off like they're just marching towards the city so they're even farther away from that gate huh yeah uh, I'm gonna war- I'm gonna change places with one of them
0: one of the soldiers out in the distance yeah okay roll me a check right now just an ability check
6: all right 18 plus.
0: Really thought I put a distance on that. <laughs> I don't know if you did or not. I don't remember. If I don't remember a distance. We'll just say you're doing it right now. It's fine. Uh, it seems like this is all
6: I play. So who the fuck knows? Uh, so twenty-eight.
0: So Ronnie, you warp. And You're going through these places. You feel your arms extend like 15 feet behind you Your legs come up near your head They swirl about they detach from your body and like they're just like sailing around you as you feel yourself like come apart And then get formed back together as you're like flying through this area You land this place and you feel your features like slowly slinking back onto your face like back to where they should be and, like, while you're walking, you're walking almost like uh, like you're a marionette. Like, it's hard. You have to, like, move mm. your whole limbs. But you're out in these fields, and these people are marching towards this place. And you see, like, they have just angry looks on their face. They, they're all wielding, like, spears and axes and stuff as they march towards this city. So a few of them look over at you, and then they just, like, they don't really pay you much mind as you're just kind of, like, slinking around. Uh, and we'll leave you there. you okay you slink about and we go back to you guys so while you guys are there talking you feel another shift in a pull and you're once more you're like looking at another part of this garden and you see at least 50 torches being held by people all dressed the exact same they all wear white robes they all have the same symbol that you have on your hands but in yellow, surrounded by a black circle on the chest of their robes. All their faces are covered in a white, pallid mask with basic human features. Every so often you hear a gong go off. You see the one guard, Hilda, approaches them. She takes out a musket and lowers it at the first robe person, and she shouts, Who are you? Where did you come from? Why didn't I see these torches until now? And she's like... Looking around, just confused. These people with their masks would be very similar to the truth, right? They look almost identical aside from the symbol on their chest. Right. Okay. You see someone walks through the four of you, and it's Mary, the high priestess of the church. She's in very regal green robes, and she has a crown on her head. And she's quickly followed by uh, Holly Tolly, an assortment of other royal guards. And she shouts, What's the meaning of this? How did these people get this far into our city without anyone realizing? They're sounding a gong for God's sake. How did you miss this? The first masked person comes up. They bow down to everyone. I am a herald from the king in another city. And our king has been sending you all some messages some time now. They believe... Due to the soldiers coming, you haven't received our messages. The Queen Mary is angry. She turns towards them. Is there any other members that I should be aware of? And the masked visitor points over at the four of you. Why? Just them. And suddenly you're all visible. Oh shit. And the queen looks at all of you. What the How the hell did you get here? Who are you people? Okay, well,
4: before anything happens, um, I'm Kelsar. I'm show. Kelsar
5: too. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Shut up, Kelsar too. <laughs>
4: my friend, over, short, my short friend over here is Wardon. Over here is here, and uh, we have uh, Z and uh, we're also missing our idiot. So there's another one. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, he's he's kind of here, but he's not here. Um, we have no idea how we got here. Uh, I was hoping you could answer that for us.
0: I don't know. You just showed up in my garden.
4: Cool.
7: We're watching a we're watching a play.
0: Yeah, we were watching
4: a play, and um,
0: the king in yellow.
4: Yeah, king in yellow.
0: King? Who the hell's the king in yellow? That's a good question. Uh, that's what we're trying to find out. Okay. Um, And then you see Oblivion skipping over Merrily. <laughs> Wreathed in a shadowy flame. <laughs> Everyone! Oh it's Oblivion! God. Get
4: ready, attack! <laughs> and you hear, Mother!
0: Oh, God. <laughs> their voice just like echoes through this area. Oh,
4: it's horrible. Kill it! Kill it with fire!
3: <laughs> Mother, we have so many wonderful guests. <laughs> we should throw a
4: ball. Nope, 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 I'm good, I'm good.
7: You know, a part of me wants to crouch down and say in the future I cut your head off, but it, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Do you say that out loud to her?
5: <laughs> <laughs> no. Lucas. Yeah? So, we are close to a lake, right?
0: You are a few miles from a lake, yeah.
5: Okay, so, can I use... Like, control water?
0: No. Not from this distance. You you mean, like, a lake a few miles away, you want to control the water in there?
5: Yeah, I just wanted to see, like...
0: If it would work. If you could reach?
5: Yeah. Exactly. Like, if we still have, like... If I still have my magic spells here.
0: You definitely feel your magic, like, build up into you, but you feel it's out of reach.
5: Okay. What is the symbol
7: on your chest? Because we have it on our arms or On the
4: back of our hands
0: Why It is the family crest Of the king
4: Family crest? The king? Who's your king?
0: The king in yellow Pastor
5: What's going on here?
0: You've
4: been blessed By who? The king in yellow
5: Where's the king by the way?
4: Yeah In Carcosa We need to talk to him
5: is
7: that that castle over there? Can I still see it? Yeah, you see it. It looks
0: actually a little clearer.
4: What castle? What are you talking about?
0: They nod at you. And when they nod and then they come back up, their mask is in like a smile. Yes. Yes. Good job.
4: Good job? What do you mean good job? You've been blessed so much. I sure as hell don't feel like we're blessed. I think you're a little bit
0: blessed.
5: Thank you. <laughs> not in the not, not in the way that you think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the queen just like throws her hands up. Like, I guess we're having a ball. All of you, come with me.
4: Like, are I, us including the the torch guys or just uh, just us, the, the royal us?
1: All of you, I guess.
4: <laughs> All right.
1: I was going to kind of look at everyone and just be like, let's just play nice for now.
4: Yeah, that's a good point, Trax, here.
0: You feel the ground lurch. And suddenly, all of you are in the middle of this ballroom, this grand ballroom. There are hundreds of people talking. You see all the people from the town are in here, and they're all talking excitedly. You see Thale, a.k.a. Tomeric, is there. He's talking to his mother, Mary. You can hear them, like, talking every so often. You hear, like, the word Carcosa. You see the high priest, who's Ichabod, is talking to the princess Oblivion. They seem really interested in truth, and they seem to be talking to them.
4: What's uh, what's Oblivion's rating on the Hogger Night scale? Just, uh, for...
0: You can't tell. There's so much shadows. It's so many like shadowy, wreathy flames. You can just tell it's like a silhouette of a person. So, like a six, maybe. If you're into it. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah, okay. They they refer to themselves as truth.
0: Uh, No, I'm just referring to it as like you guys, or like you know the mistruth. You see, yeah, like other people are in here talking, everybody's socializing, dancing, and calling out into the crowd. You see like all these people are like dancing back and forth, and what do the four of you want to do?
5: Just one question, did we teleport like to this place, or did we actually...
0: It just felt like the ground shifted. Everything was blurry around you and suddenly you're in this ballroom.
5: Okay. So can I cast silence? Yeah. Yeah, so I that, that's what I do. I just cast silence.
0: So you just make it eerily silent around the four of you. So no one can hear you talk or what?
5: I just wanted to see like if people would react to it.
0: You cast it off like a bit into the distance where everyone's dancing and laughing and talking. <laughs> People are looking really surprised, and like they're they're touching at their throats and everything. They're, they're shouting. Other people are like looking in, like, "What the hell's going on?"
5: So it it's going to be like ten minutes like that. Yeah, yeah, twenty foot radius.
0: So like, there's a a small part of this ballroom that just people are freaking out in.
5: Okay, Bordon, but why'd you do that? I need to know, like, if people would react to what we're doing. Oh. You know. Like, if we start attacking people, you know, or, because silence, it's not, like, it won't hurt anyone, and, uh, but it would still cause a shock, you know, so, and everybody, and then I point to the people, and I'm like, everybody over there, I mean, they actually seem to be affected by the silence, they seem to be, like, you know, like, um, you know, I don't know, like startled by by it so and th- that's why i used um silence wow that's a
4: good plan
1: so are any of the people in this ballroom right now someone that we know should be dead like in our world or timeline
0: yeah you see hilda's there you see holly tolly's there like they're talking with a few people while they're standing guard they're clearly dead uh, you know oblivion's dead bernard's dead we notice that they're also reacting to this silence Yeah,
1: they all look surprised and shocked like they don't know what it is I think this is all illusion, 100% illusion
5: I think Roni actually broke from this like illusion That's why he's not with us like right now, I don't know where he is
7: I feel like we're in the past right now How much of an illusion it is, I don't know I think I think we're actually somewhere right now, to be honest.
5: But people are dead. Do you think that we're like in some sort of afterlife or like a dimension between ours and afterlife?
6: I will say that I walked in a weird circle when I just walked in a direction. So that's not like a property of the past. It more does does seem like a plaything where you walk walked around a part of a stage.
3: Mm. Mm.
0: And during this, while well, you guys are kinda of sitting there speculating We go over to Ronnie. Ronnie, your arm is extending into, like, strange spirals. You see, like, bits of you are kind of, like, flaking off while you're walking around these soldiers. Okay. Make me a insight check. Man, I'm real good. 20. Now, you don't know much outside the realm of music and showbiz, but you have watched a scary movie or two in your time. Mmm. You think... You might be disintegrating, like you're, you're dying. Mm. And the city is miles away.
6: So it's probably to do with leaving the thing.
0: Now, remember, you do have select abilities that you gained, but you're also the Chosen of Chaos. So if you want to try to push your abilities, you can.
6: Yeah, I was thinking about doing that. I guess I, could, I was going to wait and try and find, like, a wall or something. There's walls surrounding the town and stuff like that. No, I mean, like, an invi- like an invisible invisible wall. Oh, I see. Uh, maybe I'll just try it into space. I'm going to try and tear a small hole. Hmm. Okay. We're using that kind of reach-through stuff. I'm going to try and, and tear through whatever this thing is. So roll
0: me a caster check. 21. So you tear this hole open and it's swirling inside and you feel yourself just slowly being stuck through it. Like, it's like you're made out of putty. You're just slowly slinked through this and you watch mm. it close up behind you as mm-hmm. one of the soldiers sort of looks in there and looks down at you and keeps walking. You fall through. You don't even know how to describe this place. There are like walls made completely out of strange colors you see planets fly past you. You feel yourself grow massively large. You see, like, the tiny Ronnie inside you is like, he's like jumping around. You grab him and, like, you just eat him. Mm-hmm. And you feel yourself, like, then you're suddenly the tiny Ronnie going through your body and you rip through your stomach and you're floating. You're just covered in gore, like, sailing through this strange space. And make me three saving throws uh, just actually roll just three d20s okay uh 19 13 2. so you feel your heart hurts it's beating really hard you're clutching it and it feels like your chest is about to break and then you just kind of like you're breathing deep it sort of passes you take 35 points of damage while you're sailing through space and you pop through a hole and you go tumbling you look around you and there is a throne that is hundreds of feet tall this room has massive pillars that are the size of castles that just lead up into the sky you see strange winged creatures are flying up around and sitting on the throne is a being hundreds of feet tall wearing a tattered robe with a crown that is just floating above his head all in yellow. You can't even see inside this robe. Ronnie, you're looking at this and this being looks down at you and you feel just like this reverberation this shake of thunder as they say Ronnie
7: O'Connell you always are one to break the rules. And I
6: cast Charm Person it's a big person
7: (laughs) (laughs) something tells me that's not a person yeah (laughs) just has to be humanoid
0: (laughs) we go to the other guys after a bit of socializing and dancing you see princess oblivion takes to a stand and calls out to the crowd for their attention. She looks to everyone and says,
4: I'm trying to imagine, like, in South Park with Princess Kenny, and it's like the anime oh. thing, and it's like the same thing with <laughs> yeah. Oblivion.
3: I'd like to introduce you all to a special guest
0: of ours. He hails from a neighboring kingdom and brings forth a message from his king. And you see as True stands up and says, Greetings, welcome, hello. Truth, I am here now. The king's message. I am here now. The ki- I am here now to tell you the king's message. And as he's talking, his voice was fuzzy, and it keeps getting clearer and clearer as he's talking. It's less raspy, and you hear in this powerful and clear voice. The dead king shall come upon you. Carcoso shall rise upon the great city. We shall see a truth like no other. Let the blessed yellow tattered king embrace the city and take rule that burdens you so much away from you all. Rejoice, for soon you shall see the yellow sign. And he steps down and you just hear everybody start shrieking like, Arrest this man, it's another madman! And everyone's freaking out. And you feel a blur as suddenly you're all standing in front of a door. And it looks like it, like you see a little window by it and it looks like it's leading outside onto like a balcony inside the castle.
7: I just turn to everyone. I've had enough of this. Are we... Like, are we... What side of this conflict are we on? Because... This... Feels like uh fighting fire with fire situation.
1: From what I gather, we've all been unwittingly hired by the king in yellow. I'm putting an end to this. I'll
7: push the door open.
0: You push the door open, and you step out onto the balcony. You look out. Large spires reach up into the sky creatures fly just past you. They look strange and gray and faceless, their wings, their feathered wings flapping by. You look around, you see tons of townsfolk in this strange, hazy city. You see they're all wearing pallid white masks and walking along this area. You feel the ground just crumble underneath you as all four of you fall and suddenly land on the ground Beside Ronnie, although he looks different, Ronnie is bleeding from all of like his eyes, his nose, his mouth, his ears. His skin looks like it's been burned. Ronnie, he's covered in blood. What the? And you see like he has lacerations all over him, and he's he's standing there, and Ronnie's Ronnie's smiling like Ronnie, you don't feel bad at all. And you see as Ronnie's trying to cast a spell, up, and you look where Ronnie's casting, and you see this figure hundreds of feet tall in a tattered yellow robe, a crown floating over its head as it looks down at all of you. Welcome, my subjects. I am the King in Yellow. You may call me that,
7: Haster, or your Majesty.
2: Meanwhile, in an undisclosed location in the kingdom of Harua.
3: So there I was, traveling through the mountains. I knew where I needed to go, but the wet bat knew better. He led the way, jumping, leaping. I followed, so did Darkness Axe. Our other companions lost along the way we would meet up with them again. We knew it, we saw it in the stars. Who was I? I'm Darkblade. The blade in the darkness of my heart. There's a sword inside my soul. A sword of power untold. You're all probably thinking, wow, that's some power. And I'm here to tell you, it is. So there we were, traveling through the mountains. Me, Darkness X wet bat. The wet bat turned to me and said, we're almost there. I can smell them. You can smell them? That's gross. Lead the way. We jumped along the rocks. We didn't need to. There was a path. Really well constructed. Very considerate. But we jumped on the rocks anyways. Just to show everyone our power. Our true strength. We encountered all sorts of creatures. Liches. Beholders. Mindflare, you name it. We encountered these things. We slayed them. I used the power of the Dark Blade. Darkness Axe used the Dark Axe. And the Wet Bat. Well, huh. You know what happened. It didn't take us long to find it. The place that we've been hunting for for months. That's right. You guessed it. Steve's house. We showed up, thinking, this has got to be the place. As we looked and saw, there was a sign that said, Steve's house. He's in here. I can smell it. You just have to knock down that door. I looked at him and said, I'll try knocking. Thank you very much. I knocked. It went like this knock 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 the door opened Ka-chick-ang. there standing before me was one of the richest men one of the most powerful people steve steve i said staring at him my mouth moving making words steve looked at me taking a step back
0: how do you know my steve
3: he said to me confused shocked look in his face, eyes, filled with fear. I said, cause I'm Darkblade. I know things. This is Darkness Axe, and this is the Wet Bat. We came for your assistance.
0: Uh, What do you need from me?
3: We need everything, power, supplies, money, you name it. We have to take on Death Shift, cause we're fighting the injustice from an organization inside an organization fighting the injustice hidden by the corruption of the world. You don't even know how deep this goes, Steve. The other day, I bought an apple. I looked at the apple. Part of it, rotten. I opened up the apple. What was in there, delayed blessed fireball. Threw that out of the way, dodged it perfectly. Eight people died. Who were those eight people? Think about it, Steve, government officials. What was the government doing with eight officials near an apple cart? Looked into it. What were the government officials doing? Why, they had the whole place on lockdown. They were taking bribes from everybody. There is injustice in this world, and I'm here to root it out. And so are my friends. And at the heart of the injustice, death shift. But wait, why was there a fireball inside an apple? That doesn't matter. Don't sweat the small stuff. You gotta think about the bigger picture. And inside the bigger picture, the tiny pictures. Drilling down more and more pictures. Those pictures filled with injustice, leading back to Death Shift. He thought wait, what does the government of Hellruah have to do with Death Shift, who's clearly over on the Sword Coast? Think about it. Where did that shipment of apples come from? Sanctuary. Where were those apples from? Storehouse. Where was that storehouse getting its apples from? farm near Geldspar. A farm that Death shift went right by. Coincidence? I think not. Uh, so what do you
0: need me for?
3: Money, power, resources, maybe even a sweet ride.
0: Uh, it'll cost you. I can't just give all these things for free.
3: We have to pay you for money. No, you gotta do with services. Uh, so lame don't you know that I'm Darkblade whatever what are these services you need done Steve started listing off things difficult things hard to do things jumping, leaping, hurtling, raking the lawn I told him leave the leaves it's better for the environment we left the leaves he thanked me for my environmentally conscious knowledge then we helped feed his alpacas that he rescued from a farm then we went and made sure that all his potato plants didn't have potato bugs on them because he was trying to save up because he was really worried that something big was going to happen. Needed a storehouse of potatoes. Smart thinking. I told him, eat them mashed. I know a recipe. But then we got it. We got the help. We got the money. We got the power. We got the resources. We got Steve. Thing is, what's going to happen? What of I... My- Dark blade. What the one with the darkness inside my soul gonna do now that I have this money, power, and resources? We'll just have to find out.
5: Hmm.
2: I was. I was quite something else, wasn't you, Travis? Like hold <clears throat> up <coughs> I'm sorry I need some ale one second Oh the yeah. angel food cake is so fluffy and it it just tastes so good. God, it kind of has that little bit of a cherry taste to it. And I just couldn't help. It. I was gobbling that up and oh, I, I tried to breathe the angel food cake is what happened and you you can't breathe angel food cake. Yeah. Well, that was quite the quite the play there, wasn't it, Travelers? Like, ooh, my. Like, what was going on there? Was it a memory? Was it a just something set up? Or, or what was Roddy doing just tripping out flying through space? That was something else. Oh well, that was fun, there, Travelers. I'm so glad you can come here and join us for all this, this tale. And remember, Travelers, uh, take care of yourselves. It, this is a very difficult time. It's an emotionally heavy time for, for people all over the different planets, you know, all over the different realms we have people struggling, whether it's an oppressive demon lord or uh, there is a magical sickness, anything that's going on, just remember, your safety and mental health come first. Take that time for you, because one, you deserve it, and for two, hell with what everybody else is saying. Give yourself that time you need. Oh, all right, travelers, I'm going to get back to this food cake, because this angel food cake is just divine. (laughs) Oh, I'm good. All right, travelers, I bid you all adieu. Michael, come try this.